Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who are getting ready to go on vacation. Woot, woot. We'll actually be on vacation when you post this show. You know what? Hmm. How you feeling I, about I didn't that? think about that. I'll bring my laptop so you don't okay. have to worry about it. I mean, we'll just post it from okay. We'll post it from our luxurious suite. Ooh, we get a whole suite? No. Oh. It's gonna be nice though. You can count it as a suite if, if there's a bathroom and a bedroom, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can count it as a suite when there's no kids there and there will be no children. Woot woot. You're gonna put out, right? Cut it out. I'm just asking. <laughs> I didn't get an answer. I, I'm non-committal. Well, no, we're taking the motorcycles. They're going to call us. Well, they're definitely now. Somebody will do me if I can take the mm-hmm. motorcycle. They're going to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're the best. I am excited about this trip. I thought it was funny no. when we were planning it. All you could say over and over is, is there going to be room service? Can I get room service? Will there be room service? Relax, Ken. There's going to be room service. I know. Well, we've gone on vacations before, and mm-hmm. the room service stopped at like 9 o'clock in the evening or whatever, and we were out. The The worst wasn't the, the, the worst was when we were at the, at the, when we went to Nashville and we stayed at the Gaylord there. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. This is a kick-ass hotel. It's probably, it's a very nice hotel, right? Yeah, it was very nice. How many restaurants were in this place? Inside, I mean, actually, inside the hotel, how like many restaurants? three? How? No, 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 more than three. There were like six. Oh, you're talking about the outside ones? No, I'm talking about all the restaurants oh. that were part of the hotel. There's like six. There was a steak place. There was a fucking seafood place. There was a sports bar place. There was the outdoor gazebo place. And there were two or three other places, too, right? Yeah. How many times did we actually get to eat in the hotel? Hardly room? ever. Hardly fucking ever. We were there for four days. And every time we would go to a restaurant, like, oh, no, we're not open now. Yeah, they had the weirdest hours. And you would have, you would go from place to place. And by the time you found a place that would open, they're like, well, we're closing in 15 minutes. Same thing with the bars. The place has 10 bars in it. And by the end of the night, everybody's at one bar because they, st- they slowly close the bars until there's just one bar left. Right. Open. We and just kept roaming, though. Yeah, but it's super really fucking crowded. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not telling you anybody where we're going because people will sneak up on us. But it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to Um, What, leaving them all here? No, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Except for the... uh, I think I'm going to put a call block on Thing 3's phone so she can't call me while I'm gone. Well, Thing 3 is... The problem I'm having with Thing 3 is that she's reached this point where she always wants to be helping out now. Like she's really, yeah, and I understand. Which is nice. I understand what she's trying to do, and mm-hmm. I do appreciate it. Okay, I do. She's like, well, let me just help with that. Let me help with that. Let me help with that, and that's fine. And I think she's starting to get a little fucking weirded out by the fact that thing one's heading off to college. Yeah, she's and even though, hard. even though she's not leaving the house, we're not going to see a lot of her, mm-hmm. and that's fine. That's to be expected. I, I that's kind of how I want it. I'd like to see less and less of thing one until I see her on holidays and weekends. And that'll be good. Aww. That's how it's supposed to be. 
I'm not supposed to be living my kid's life. I know. You know what I'm saying? I know. You just got to get used to it. And I want, them to, I want her to grow up and be fucking able to get out there and do some shit on her own. I agree. I did it. You did it. It's the way it's meant to be. But thing three now, anything you're doing, she's like, let me help. Let me just, mm-hmm. let me get in here. So you give her a task mm-hmm. and you say, okay, kid, this is, I know you can do this. I, I've got faith in you. Let's sit down and let's give it a go. And everybody will be doing their task on whatever the project is. You know, you'll be, you're sewing and she's fucking, I don't know what she does when she, when you're sewing, but she's doing some shit with her. And then you notice she's not around anymore. Right. And you're like, well, I guess she's just tired of being here. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Which is our kids are all like that. Let me help you with that. This is not fun. Good day. And they leave. Kids just do that. They wander off. Yeah. They get bored or whatever. Right. And then you look around Mm -hmm. and you notice that whatever she was helping you with, it's not just that it's not done. Mm -hmm. She has fucked something (laughs) up. She's broken something. Like you'll find a pair of scissors broken in half. You're like, how did that happen? (laughs) Exactly. And she doesn't say anything at the time. She just wanders off. She's like quietly ninjas the fuck out of there. And then later you're like, I noticed that these scissors were broken. She's like, I don't have any fucking idea. I wasn't there. Right. Talking to me. Deny, deny, deny. And I'm not really sure what yeah. to do about it because I <laughs> I want to include her. I appreciate it when she does help. Right. Yeah. The mayhem that she's leaving behind is starting to occur at a rather alarming <laughs> rate. Even just little benign things. Like she was just sitting at the table the other day and talking to me while I was sketching, designing. Right. And... She had my cell phone case, my little right. wristlet thing. Right. And she kept messing with it, messing with it. I said, please don't don't mess with that because the zipper on there is a little bit wonky. Right. And I'm trying to make it last as long as possible. Okay. Even though you have two perfectly serviceable new ones that are better. And so she keeps messing with it, keeps messing with it. Okay, fine. Then she, she did leave. And I didn't even think about it. And then I went back later. And the zipper wasn't broken, but the zipper pull <laughs> oh, was nice. broken. Nice. That's... Damn it. It was just stupid stuff like that. Like, here, mom, can I help you sew? Sure. Let me set up this extra sewing machine so you can sew. Go back in. Ten minutes later, broken needle. <laughs> thread all bunched up in the bobbin. And shit, here's shit, the big kicker. Broken. Throat plate missing. How does that happen? <laughs> I don't even know what a throat plate is. <laughs> it's so like I'm, a metal assuming, piece on top of the I'm assuming it's, it's hard to have it go missing. But yeah, that's the thing. And I, like you said, I feel bad because it's like, okay, you clearly fuck some shit up here, kid. But then do I go in and, and yell at her? No, you can't just go yell at her. You know what I mean? I know. And you can't tell her she can't help you. I mean, that's how kids learn. That's one of the things, like, it's one of the things that makes me the most aggravated about when I was growing up, other than my mom locking me out of the house and trying to kill me in the fucking wintertime and shit, was that anytime my dad was doing something, like, I don't know how to work on a car. Because anytime my dad was in, he was like, well, come here and help me. And you would go help him for like two seconds. And he was like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, get really short tempered. I mean, right. I, I sometimes am like that, especially when it comes to cooking. I don't like everybody being in the kitchen. Well, I am not. I understand. I understand. June Cleaver. I understand. But you've made, you have to make an effort as a parent to show kids how to do shit so that they know how to do it. And you're doing it. I, I show them what the things that I know and everybody's getting a little bit better you're trying but that's the thing i think that's where a lot of parents fail is the kids help them the kid fucks something up you're like i don't need that kind of help 
Oh. And then you have a now whole. Now I've got to undo what you did. Right. Or but redo it, what you did. Right. But if you don't do it, you have a whole fucking generation right. of kids who suck at everything. And Thing One's friends are a perfect example of that. They don't know. Those kids don't know how to do a, a goddamn thing. I mean, I thought Thing One was kind of helpless about shit, but her friends are just like, cook? What? Yeah. Well, even Thing Three, she made. um like a veggie omelet the other day, chopped up all right. the vegetables and stuff. I was really proud of her. Yeah. So she can do. They can do stuff. I, I just got to walk away. I got to learn to let things go. Well, and that's, that's my thing. That's the thing I was telling you before. It's you need to show them and then leave. They'll figure it out or they won't. I mean, that's, I mean, they'll figure it out. Or they'll fuck up. Everybody fucks up every once in a while. It just shit just happens. So it's tough. <laughs> It is hard. And it's aggravating when they break shit. I mean, that's. I think that was the only thing that really bothers me is lately our kids have not just been fucking things up. They've been ruining things and then I have to pay for them. That's that's painful. Yeah. Anything else to say? No, I'm okay. Is your boobs? A UK school handyman has been exposed as the perpetrator in a child porn plot he used to get his boss fired and, he hoped, ruin his life, has been jailed himself. Neil Weiner, nice name, 39, reportedly both anonymously sent evidence of his boss's wrongdoing to the police as well as planting more images on Eddie Thompson's computer. Besides disliking Thompson, Weiner coveted his job. Coveted his job. He sent police a CD containing 177 images of child porn with a note saying they had come from Thompson's laptop. When police investigated, another 235 images were found on the laptop. Thompson was arrested in 2006. Right, so this guy gets arrested in 2006 because somebody he works with shoves a bunch of, shovels a bunch of child porn on his computer and then sends a CD to the cops and goes, look at this, it's kitty porn. Can you believe it? It came from this guy. It was eight months before the investigation was over and Thompson was told that no further action would be taken against him. However, Thompson and his wife were harassed because of the publicity over the event. And this is the thing. This is exactly the thing that I was talking about before. How I think our, our child sex offender laws, there's no whoopsie clause, right? Like, if somebody at school, if somebody at a school or a church or wherever gets found with a bunch of kid porn loaded on their laptop, everybody just points a finger. The guy's face is all over the fucking news. His name is everywhere. Yeah. And at no point does the news come back and go, yeah, that, that guy didn't really do anything. Can we back off of him now? He's fine. Seriously, well, it was that's this because, other douche. You know, the news tends to report everything bad that happens. Right. They don't like to make retractions. Well, no, but you wouldn't even really retract it. You'd say in further news Updates. today, fucking Wienerhead over here is found to be the real pervert. I wouldn't even know how to go about finding child porn, much less finding an assload of it. And I would be terrified if I was going to try to implement this harebrained plot. I'd be terrified every second of every day that the Internet police were going to kick down my door and fucking rape me with the black dildo of justice. Not even it's fucking horrifying. The guy probably doesn't have his own kids because as soon as you pull anything even remotely adult up, (laughs) a kid is walking in the room guaranteed. You know, I was noticing the other day, a lot of the websites you surf now. They like to put pictures of chicks' butts on the page all over the place. What's up with the ads with the butts everywhere? Is that how they entice ladies to websites? Here's it's a a mostly uh, cellulite removal. That's real sexy. There's a picture of Look ass. at my butt dimples. That's weird. Before, after. There's what no- I like is the, the uh, obviously photo-chopped 
before and after images or my very very favorite are the like real photos and then the after images hand drawn kind of you know what i'm talking about <laughs> look before she was a disgusting fat ass look at this drawing i made of her now she's beautiful right it's like wow it doesn't look realistic yeah. at all i know that's like late night tv anymore they're they're constantly running that fucking cindy crawford ridiculous makeup regimen shit have you seen that a guy hogging makeup no, no. what cindy crawford Oh. apparently when cindy crawford was 24 she went to france because she was horrified that she's gonna become a hideous crone because that's what right. usually happens to models they get a couple of years on them and they turn into fucking disgusting hags whatever so she finds this french guy and he convinces her that he's gonna put this fucking melon extract on her face for a couple grand to pop and she'll be young forever mm-hmm. okay here's the thing cindy crawford heidi klum all those people it doesn't matter what they did they could smoke and drink all day every fucking day they're gonna look good for quite a while you know what i mean is genetics you're just gonna look okay for a while and then one day you're gonna realize you're old you know there's just kind of like a leap but now she's selling this fucking melon ball shit and it's like 120 dollars a month for the stuff to smear on your old lady face and then you'll look like cindy crawford all that stuff is fucking ridiculous i I don't recommend watching any of the infomercials though i am gonna buy the insanity workout dvd have you seen that fucking commercial no people puking uh, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> it's funny because the guy the guy that designed it he showed interval training he's like well you have some activity and then a big spike and then some activity and a big spike you know and then he's like that's how people normally work out and he turns it over he goes i'm just gonna give you a whole bunch of fucking crazy ass hard exercise and then a 30 second break and then a whole bunch of shit until you puke enjoy well then i'm just gonna throw up first and then I think you're missing the point. Then I'm done. Exercise. Anyway, the point of the story is don't put don't don't get kitty porn. And if you do get kitty porn, you're going to jail. It seems yeah. to be a pretty universal Yuck. rule. They will find you. Nobody nobody's nice about it. Here's my next story. Former Mexican president Vincent Fox has called for the legalization of drugs, arguing that prohibition has failed to curb rising drug-related violence and corruption. Mr. Fox said legislation did not mean that drugs were good, but he said it was a strategy that could reduce the power of the cartels. Yeah, we can't actually stop drugs, and the cartels are really fucking scary, so we're just going to legalize it. Done. That's what that's that's his plan. See his point. I don't think it's feasible. Well, it's feasible in Mexico. Why not? He's not, he's not asking us to. He's just going, I'm going to make it legal in Mexico. Good luck, United States. <laughs> and he's not president anymore. He's just a dude now. But I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a way to stop the problem with the cartels. They just won't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we had the kind of crazy-ass problems with drug dealers in the United States as they do in Mexico. Well, I think it's starting we, to spill over here. Yes, but I mean, if our, if our homegrown boys were acting up like this, there would be some doors getting kicked in. Even even now, anytime the gangs get a little uppity, even here in Dallas, like occasionally the fucking Salvadoran gangs and shit will get a little uppity. And the next day, the police are knocking over apartment buildings and fucking opening a fire on them. You know what I'm saying? There's only a certain amount of, of that kind of yeah. shit we're going to allow. And it's because in Mexico, they're getting fucking paid off. I think the problem is, though, once you squash one cartel, then another one pops right back up in its place. Everybody thinks they can do it smarter and better. 
I just, you know what? If if people promise me if we make drugs legal, all drug dealers will be like Nancy Botwin. I would say do it. Not gonna happen. I'm just saying, Nancy Botwin knows how to deal drugs without anybody getting hurt. She's nice. Not gonna happen. And she was actually doing pretty good until she got mixed up with that Mexican gang. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Everything was fine until she got mixed up with them. The next thing is she had to hook up with U-turn, and then there was all that shit, and then she had to marry the Mexican president. Then her boy had to hit that girl in the head with the fucking croquet mallet, which I have to admit, you get style points on TV for killing someone with a croquet mallet. That was pretty impressive. Well, not just that, but it was a sneak attack. Well, yeah, he's just a a double bonus. He's just a kid. He can't, like, fight for reals. All right, next story. The owner of an Ohio strip club and some of his dancers have been protesting at a church that has done the same to them for four years. Women in bikinis sat in camp chairs Sunday outside the New Beginnings Ministry Church in Warsaw, about 60 miles northeast of Columbus. Tommy George owns the Foxhole Strip Club in nearby Newcastle. He says he and his employees decided to start coming to the church because they were fed up. I think it's nice. Well, turnabout is fair play, is it not? Though, really, you gotta think of a little more upscale name than the fucking foxhole. That's not nice. That's kind of gross. Well, I don't know how many strip clubs there are. Maybe all the cool names were taken. I guess, but I like the strip clubs with a little more restrained names to them, so I don't feel dirty just going past the building. Like? Well, let me put it this way. When I took you the other day to go purchase a bunch of ridiculous fabric, mm-hmm. and I... You know, all I wanted to do was leave you and go look at a comic book store. That's all I wanted to do. And I had to pass through fucking uh, gangland. Yeah. And on the way, I passed probably 16 strip clubs. Now, the first one was just called the Gentleman's Club. And that's fine. The next one was called Pandora's Box. Nice. That's okay. The next one was La Zona Rosa with a picture of a vagina on the fucking door. What? It was actually a picture of a tulip or something. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Okay. But it, it's a fucking vagina. I'm not stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the next one was called the cockpit. And it had a neon girl with her titties out. Yeah. I guess. Do you see what I'm saying? If I, I If I went to the gentleman's club, you would be like, that was not cool. If I went to the cockpit, you would be like, it's not cool. And I'm going to have to completely fucking disinfect your ass before you're allowed back in the house. I'm saying well here's my thing too most of those places when you're driving by you don't even have to look at the tile of the place you just look at it and you can tell there's no windows. windows right yeah they were all half dilapidated okay just really creepy but when i took you when i took you let me ask you this question when i took you to dave and buster's a, a yeah while okay back. i did not expect there to be a gentleman's club right next to it okay but it was shocking doesn't look like a gentleman's club it just looks like a fucking building i know i was talking That's about down here where we were right that's what i'm saying there's a difference there's some of them that just look like fucking buildings and there's some of them that look like sleazy fucking skin holes i know just ooky yuck gross oh and a tip for travelers if you're in dallas and you're looking for a strip club but you don't want just boobies you need to look for a strip club that's bring your own beer if you find a strip club that's bring your own beer that means you will have a vagina thrust in your face at some point why you would want this i don't know and pray tell how you know that Kim, I know, distinction. I know a lot of shit. I know a lot of shit. If I took time to explain to you how I know every piece of information in my head, you would die of old age. Ugh. Okay, so back to the story, since we've kind of wandered from it a little bit. I think it's nice to see strippers hanging out in bikinis in front of the church. 
protesting the church. Leave them alone. They're just making a fucking buck. Nobody's making you go in. You know what I mean? Well, sure. It's not even in the same town. No, a lot of times they don't care. An hour away. A lot of times they don't care. It's an hour away. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm sure the owner finally got fed up. He's like, wait a minute. You don't even fucking live here, asshole. No, it's a it's a bit much. It is. I mean, I understand when people protest when a strip club is going to come into a neighborhood because th- we've right. had some problems with that in Dallas. Right. We're like, well, we're just going to open up a gentleman's club. Where? Across the street from the school. No. <laughs> right. No, let's not. Because people can't use common sense. Or they, they did that. They had that problem with porn stores, too. We're going to open a porn store. Where? In the strip mall. Okay, there's a Chuck E. Cheese, a fucking McDonald's, and a fucking preschool in here. So, no. Knock it off. But if you don't even live in the fucking town and this place is not bothering you, then, yeah, I, I think it's perfectly ha- fine for them to come out, fucking whip their titties out, and taunt your parishioners. I agree. It, you know, really, it will just show them what it feels like to be persecuted like that publicly. Yeah, it's not nice. Now, this preacher's saying it's just making his congregation stronger. So, you know what I would do if I was the guy who owned the foxhole? Free lap dances for everybody who brings me, uh, what do they call those little fucking pieces of paper they give you? Uh, the program. Not the, it's uh, not yeah, a program. program but, same thing. Yeah, Everybody who brings me about. the little fucking leaflet from the church, you get a free lap dance. And then I would secretly take their fucking pictures and bring that to your church next week. Mm-hmm. And go, well, this guy was here. He seemed people. to think it was fucking A-OK when he was there having titties brushed up against his eye holes. Exactly. Church Bolton, Melder had it. Church Bolton. I don't go to church. But yeah, I think it's I think it's okay. And I want to see more counter protesting. It's like a lot of the honor guard, which is like the motorcycle guys that ride uh in front of the uh like military funeral processions and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were that fucking Westboro Baptist Church or whoever they are, you know what I'm talking about? A bunch of right. douchebags. Mm-hmm. They're they protest them violently <laughs> well see i don't agree with the violent part i don't have a problem with people making their opinion known because that's what america's all about everybody has the right. right to their own opinion and their right to verbalize it well okay maybe not violent but maybe they should just get up in their grill a bit you know what i mean well, i don't know i think even being you know confrontational where you're six inches away from somebody invading their personal bubble <laughs> is threatening well you may have a point but I think that this kind of stuff is going to become more frequent because people are getting fed up. I mean, we talked about this before. As the economy gets worse and worse. By the way, did you see that the uh, economic advisor today talking about the economy? I did not. Oh, looks like our recovery is weakening. Bitch, when was there a recovery? I missed that fucking memo. I think a lot of it is just misinterpretation of data. I think a lot of it is whenever the government pumps a few billion dollars into big business and they fucking pretend like they're doing something with it, and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, look at that. People got a fucking couple of jobs. That's, that's good. Not good. Mm-hmm. They're like the housing credits, the tax right, credits. Right, exactly. For purchasing houses. Temporarily like, makes it better. Right. And then it gets real fucking bad. It's not real. So I think people are getting fed up. I mean, just the other day, that guy, that fucking flight attendant that flipped his shit. Right. He's like, fuck it, I quit. And I, I'm going to quit in the most spectacular right. way possible. Fuck you guys. I'm out of here. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that kind of stuff. People are just done. We're just done. And it's the problem of assholes who bring this shit on themselves. You know what I mean? Like today, we're looking for a parking spot. And people are f- parking over the fucking line intentionally. 
because your precious car might get scratched. Well, they weren't even precious vehicles either. That's, well, the that's thing. what I'm saying. I think when I think but there should be a rule. Have to pay for repairs, so I guess. I, I think there should just be a rule. Whenever you see somebody parked over the line, you should be allowed to scratch into their hood. Learn to park. Well, I I don't think you should follow it up with any sort of vandalism. That's not really the proper direction, but. Well. All I'm saying is I think you're going to see more and more of people getting fed up with shit and taking matters into their own hands. Well, you know, the uh, flight attendant that you were speaking of earlier has a, a cult following online, and he's somewhat of a folk hero now. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. I, I think that's probably quite appalling to the upper class. Oh, yeah. This is the this is the this happened in the 80s, too. Remember in the 80s when they had all those like Turk 182 and all those movies about the little guy right. sticking it to the fucking man? Mm-hmm. It's that time again, bitches. Mm-hmm. You can just kind of feel it. People are just done, and it, it it's it gets part of the problem now too. Is like you have on TV, you have this just excessive lifestyles being these people are living, and they you look at them and you're like, you have no redeeming qualities. You have no skill. You have no fucking talent. Where did all this goddamn money come from? And then people get angry. You know what I'm saying? Like when you watch the fucking Housewives of New Jersey or any of the other shows and you don't have a job. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little fucking testy. So we'll see. But I I don't know. I think people got to take shit back. And here's the deal. There's an election in November. This is how you fix shit. When you go to vote, you look and see who the guy was before and you go, not that guy. That guy got me into this fucking mess. It's time for a new guy. Know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And if you get a chance to vote for that Wrangle dude, vote his ass elsewhere. Because he's a douchebag. All right, you got anything else over there? I don't. Good. I'm fucking over it. I'm ready to go on vacation. I'm so excited. What are we going to do with all this uninterrupted time I don't together? care. I said if, if all I do is lay on the bed and stare at the walls, fine. But I mean, I'm gonna be. I have to be doing stuff. But I'm gonna. I know, but you could if you're like off doing something else. Oh, so it's a we're taking. I don't really care. We're taking a vacation together, only separate. No, not necessarily. (laughs) But you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. When you kick me out and go, I need some alone time. I need some cam time. Just saying, even if I have, yeah, a half an hour (laughs) where nobody's around me. Oh my god, it's been months and months since. I've been home alone. Well, I I really, to be honest, on this vacation, I plan on seeing you at mealtime and at night. But I, I don't really plan on seeing you much more than that. I don't know. I, here's the problem. If you're doing any kind of game playing, I'm going to jinx you. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to this vacation. I think it'll be fun. And I think it'll be nice, like you said. Just get a break. And we're gonna we're taking the full days. Heck yeah. We're leaving 7.30 Thursday morning. Every hour we can get. I'm not coming home until Saturday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Kim. They want to call us. We're going to call us. You can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Uh, thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Don't forget, you can use BlueBread.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, vote for some podcast. LA, whatever. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Get our logo tattooed on your boobs and show people. Just flash them. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? 
thing too. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3 signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com.